Good morning, Riverside, San Bernardino, Inland Empire, and listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us this morning. We're broadcasting from our flagship station, KCAA 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. If you're located in the Southern California Inland Empire, you'll find us on KCAA 1050 on the AM dial. But if not, you can find us streaming on kcaaradio.com or talkstreamlive.com. You can also hear our program rebroadcast on Liberty Works Radio Network at libertyworksradionetwork.com or on Red State Talk Radio at redstatetalkradio.com. And you can check their websites for broadcast days and times. Also, you can find podcasts posted on kcaaradio.com to listen at your leisure. And you can learn more about our show at truthseekersradioshow.com. Today, my guest is Linda Christina Beauregard. She's the author of a book titled, I Gave Myself Cancer, I Can Take It Away, Alternatives Brought Me Back to Life. And we're going to discuss her journey after she was diagnosed with breast cancer. But first, I'd like to give this health disclaimer that the information and products discussed today are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and that the information and product statements made have not been evaluated by the FDA. Please seek advice from a licensed medical physician before using any product or therapy. Linda faced her breast cancer diagnosis head-on with simple natural alternatives rather than using surgery, chemotherapy, or radiation. She decided to go outside the norm of traditional treatments and embark upon a journey that changed her life. She hopes her story will encourage and inspire others to investigate alternative options before making a final choice of treatments if diagnosed with a life-threatening disease. Linda now enjoys speaking and teaching the importance of eating a plant-based diet, avoiding a toxic lifestyle, and teaches people how they can fend off and overcome disease using alternatives. She's also been a guest speaker at many women's clubs and health clubs and has been a guest lecturer for Princess Cruises. Her story has appeared in various newspaper articles, journals, and also on various television and radio outlets, and she claims that now she is healthier than she's ever been in her life. Good morning, Linda. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Angeline. I'm just great. Thank you. Uh, Listen, thanks so much for taking your time this morning to talk to us about your book and your story. I know you have a lot of very important information that needs to get out there. So, Linda, before we get started, I just wondered if we could start at the beginning with your personal story about when were you diagnosed with breast cancer and what led you to the point of writing your book? Well, up until I was about 50 years old, I was leading a a regular standard American diet in terms of my eating and taking in all kinds of uh, animal protein as well as um, a lot of fat and things that I thought were healthy for us based on the food pyramid at the time. And um, then I was diagnosed with breast cancer in uh, 2005. And um, at that point, I was um, very discouraged. Um, My mother died from uh, lung cancer at 57, and here I was just seven years younger than she was. And um, I saw her go through 
traditional chemotherapy and radiation, and she did not uh, bode very well. She died, um, she died at 57 from it. So I knew very well the complications and the problems uh, that traditional medicine uh, brought to someone who was facing such a challenge. So I decided that um, after my diagnosis that um, I wanted to look into a little further the alternatives, and a friend of mine gave me a book. I became so impressed uh, with the ease of which most disease can be treated that I thought this story has got to get out there. Uh, there has to be more people sharing this kind of information so that we can stay away from chemotherapy and radiation and further drugs and other kinds of toxic and invasive procedures that the medical community uses primarily for treatment of disease and illness. Now, would you, what was like the length of time that you treat, that it took to actually treat yourself to where you started to heal from breast cancer? Well, healing starts immediately when you start to give your body the tools that it needs, primarily, you know, raw foods and juices and, um, you know, produce that has vitamins and minerals and nutrients in it that your body can recognize. So the program that I was under um, used that, that kind of protocol primarily along with vitamin and mineral supplements to help uh, improve my immune system, which was seriously deficient, otherwise I wouldn't have gotten cancer to begin with. The effects of the program started immediately. I, you start feeling wonderful just within a few days, and then when you continue to use the program, to overcome whatever ailment it is you're fighting or whatever disease, it becomes a lifelong um, commitment because you just feel great. <laughs> so mm -hmm. things start to uh, get better right away. Now you, I believe in your book, you talk about how you went to a, like a natural alternative sort of uh, clinic. Could you tell us the story about that? Um, yes, a friend of mine gave me a, a book called The Cancer Battle Plan, which was written by David and Anne Fram, um, and it was a story about Anne's um, stage four recovery from breast cancer using the same programs that I used. And um, they became, you know, so enthralled with the program that Anne was on, um, she was near death. I mean, she was, was sent home to die after being given multiple blood transfusions and all kinds of chemotherapy and radiation and bone marrow transplants, the doctor sent her home to die, and they refused to give up, and they sought out a nutritionist to put them on this program. Well, they became, she recovered, and um, they decided to start a facility they called Health Quarters Ministries, uh, which administered the same program that Ann used, to other people who were fighting disease and illness, not just cancer. So that is the program that I that I took. I went out to Colorado Springs, where Health Quarters Ministries is located, and did what they called an eight-day lodge program, where I started juicing, using uh, fresh raw fruits and vegetable juices, and using um, supplements, vitamin and mineral supplements, to help rebuild my immune system. I also was doing some detoxification procedures using coffee and water enemas, liver gallbladder flushes, parasite cleanses, and things of that nature. And in just one week's time, the improvement in my overall health was simply amazing. But in addition to that, 
the information that I gathered there about all the things that I was doing that were wrong about my diet that I thought were healthy um, continued to give me um, cause for alarm and to change the way I ate going forward because you can't just get healthy and say, okay, I can go back to the way I ate because you're just going to continue to re-experience um, the same program or the same problems that you had before. Mm-hmm. So that was the program I, I took. Now, when you were diagnosed, what stage had they diagnosed you at? Well, it, I didn't really give them an opportunity to completely stage me because the tumor that they took out and biopsied was uh, considered a stage one. It was about the size of a dime. And they wanted to go back in and do a second surgery um, to remove more tissue to get some lymph nodes, which they did not take initially, um, to identify those under a microscope and see if there was further cancer there. If the lymph nodes were cancerous and more tissue sample from my breast was uh, cancerous as well, then they would have considered me at least a stage two. So I was at least stage one, but I didn't give them the opportunity to go back and do that second surgery because by then I had done an enormous amount of research and decided to use alternatives exclusively. Mm -hmm. After I had gotten my lab report from the tissue samples um, that that were taken, they didn't get clean margins, and I drew these tissue samples out on a piece of paper um, in a three-dimensional form. And although I was taking the most, you know, the longest, the widest, and the deepest portion, I said, oh, my God, there's all this tissue that's been removed from my breast. How could they possibly take any more and I have any breast left? Mm -hmm. So I developed a whole long list of questions for uh, my surgeon at the time. And I went in there and I said, how is it um, that you could inject dye through my nipple now that you've already taken two large tissue samples away from my breast and have that dye travel in the same uh, direction as it would have if you had injected the dye initially before the tissue was removed. And she looked at me and said, well, Linda, that's a very good question. And I thought, there's no way I'm going forward with this second surgery because the surgeon can't answer what to me seemed like a very simple question. So um, at that point, I really turned away from traditional medicine. I canceled the second surgery, and um, my oncologist and um, my doctor, uh, the surgeon, called me up once I had decided I was going to cancel the surgery and said, oh, don't you know that, you know, this could be dangerous, you know, inflicting all kinds of fear into me as though they had the answer for everything and that I had to do this in order to save myself. And I said, you know, I had learned enough about alternative medicine at that point and realized the power that we have as individuals if we take responsibility for our health and start to feed our body the things that it really needs in order to help heal it, to rebuild our immune system. And my oncologist, uh, when I spoke to him, he made the comment, oh, well, that's all I know. And I I wasn't in his presence at the time, Mm -hmm. but yet I could almost see through the telephone, um, I could almost visualize what it was he was feeling. And it looked like he, it felt to me like he was feeling frustration because he knew he might have actually known that that the chemotherapy and the radiation and the things he was administering really might not be helping many people. And the second thing is I had done so much research um, 
about the, the differences between alternative and traditional treatments that I had just got frustrated. And one night, I mean, I had a lot of sleepless nights, and one night I was up watching uh, television, and Kevin Trudeau was on, who was the author of a book, Natural Cures They Don't Want You to Know About. And then having gone back to bed that night after listening to his story, I, I was still undecided. And I was thinking about this major decision. And before me, I was wide awake praying for some kind of an answer or guide from, you know, God to give me an answer. And then I was thinking about my mother having gone through chemotherapy and radiation and the seeing what she went through, the, the sickening side effects, the vomiting, the being tired all the time, losing her hair. And she was a beautician, and for that to have happened to her was very traumatic and for me to witness. Mm -hmm. So I was praying for an answer, and then while I was thinking about all this chemotherapy and, and toxic treatments and negative side effects, I got this smiley face in my, my mind's eye, only it wasn't a smile, it was a frown. And it was at that moment that I felt divinely inspired that God was actually trying to give me some direction. And the direction was not to take the chemotherapy and the radiation. The, mm -hmm. the, by virtue of this frowning, smiley face, um, after all the research I had done, it was like, you know, the, the last piece to the puzzle. It's what mm -hmm. I needed in order to make that final decision. And I woke up that following morning with a renewed sense of purpose and determination and started to research places where I could go to get um, some information about how I could treat my cancer. Okay, uh, Linda, we're going to take a break. Listeners, today my guest is Linda Christina Beauregard, author of I Gave Myself Cancer. I Can Take It Away. We'll be back momentarily. Thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147, When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
you only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-948-6817. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show. Today, our guest is Linda Christina Beauregard, author of I Gave Myself Cancer, I Can Take It Away. Um, Linda, in your book, you talk about getting a political education and you talk about seeing a relationship between government, big pharma, and the healthcare system and possibly how they're for profit trying to keep these alternatives under wraps. I mean, it seems as though cancer is big business. Can you tell us more about when you got that revelation? Sure. Um, It it happened during my research um, and all the reading that I had done. Uh, Again, uh, Kevin Trudeau's Natural Cures They they Don't Want You to Know About uh, was very instrumental. Um, in bringing to the forefront a lot of things about how our health is handled um, by various government organizations. And I also read a book uh, by G. Edward Griffin called The World Without Cancer, which talked about uh, vitamin B17, which is also known as laetrile, which comes from the seeds of apples and apricot pits and so forth, and how um, back in the 1940s and, and so forth in the think the early 50s, uh, people were being cured by using those, just that one single vitamin. And um, you don't see that, you don't see that happening. And I started to look even more deeply into all of this and really got discouraged. And then I discovered all the lobbying efforts that were being put out there to protect um, the interests of the food manufacturers and the, um, the pharmaceutical industry to protect you know, they're, they're creating, you know, more and more drugs. And then the more drugs they produce, the more they had to sell them in order to pay back the uh, investment in their research, which can take, you know, thousands, if not sometimes millions of dollars. So they have to get their money back from, from someplace. And then, you know, just recently there was um, information uh, put out uh, by in 1946, the Department of Defense had asked a, a couple of doctors, Goodman and Gilman, to uh, find a medical use for mustard gas. And so they discovered that in rats and laboratory testing, they could reduce the size of tumors using mustard gas. And um, then they tried it on a single lymphoma patient, um, uh, which did reduce the tumors. But unfortunately, a few, few months later, this gentleman actually did die. But the pharmaceutical industry saw this as a, a panacea for, you know, marketing a chemical that, you know, could ultimately be used to treat cancer. And, um, you know, that is just, you know, it's just wrong because it doesn't happen. I mean, chemotherapy is a toxic drug, 
and it is it is not successful most of the time. In fact, the oncologist that you ask if they were to treat their own family with you know chemotherapy and radiation, would they do it? Um, I think the percentage was somewhere around 70 or 80 percent of them said no, they won't. Mm-hmm. But the research that I had done into the amount of lobbying money that is spent to keep um, the pharmaceutical industry alive was just staggering. And when you think of the amount of money that could actually be put into making people well by teaching them how to eat and not to eat you know, processed foods and white flour and to stay away from excessive amounts of you know, smoking and alcohol and soda and um, you know, artificial hormone therapies and all kinds of things that could actually make you sick and sicker. Um, food is too simple a solution. So, you know, they have to find a way to supplement and to, you know, pay their, uh, pay back their research. Right. So it was just an awesome awakening, which was one of the other reasons why I chose to write this book and get the story out there. People need to know there's power in plants. During your research, did you, what did you find out about mammograms? I mean, I've heard that women that have these done regularly, that it could actually help to bring on breast cancer. What do you feel about that? Sure. I mean, it's it's radiation exposure, and depending on each person's own sensitivity level to, to radiation will, you know, depend on whether or not you can actually, um, you know, develop a, a cancerous tumor because of it, or, you know, your body can take care of it depending on just how healthy you are. Um, you know, when radiation was first discovered, it was it was great. I forget the name of the, the woman who did or the doctor, but you saw the hand. There was a vivid picture of a hand, and you could see through the bones and whatnot. And, well, so then they started to administer larger, you know, large doses of radiation, and then all of a sudden you would discover that several uh, several years later these things were actually, some research indicated that there was actually, these were the actual causes of other cancers. So the radiation dosage that was being administered got less and less and less the more uh, sophisticated equipment became. But, yeah, I haven't had a mammogram since um, I was diagnosed, and I don't intend to have any. Right. Um, You talk about what you describe as six nutritional deficiencies. One is low thyroid function, and you think this is linked to breast cancer. Could you talk about the low thyroid function? Well, it wasn't so much what I thought. It was the information that was given to me when I went to Colorado Springs with um, Dr. David Fram, who uh, went on to become a naturopathic doctor. And um, he discovered that through muscle response testing, also known as kinesiology and muscle or um, uh, biofeedback testing, um, that low thyroid function, congested liver, sluggish colon, unbalanced estrogen, the depletion of zinc and depletion of essential fatty acids in the body typically contribute to the cause of breast cancer. So all of these things are affected, you know, in a domino type of effect right on down the road so that when your thyroid isn't functioning, it's not going to, it's going to affect how your liver functions. When your liver is congested, it's going to affect how your colon is um, digesting food and passing toxic waste through your body. 
that contributes to unbalanced estrogen because if your colon is clogged up, it's like a filter in, um, in your house or in your water systems. You know, things don't process smoothly. So then that leads to the depletion of zinc, and then that can lead to the depletion of essential fatty acids, which, which are necessary in order to help heal, help heal your cells um, for people who are experiencing, you know, disease and illness. So, you know, specifically, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical mm -hmm. professional. Mm -hmm. I don't know how all of these things interrelate from a medical perspective. But from what I learned and from what um, and from the experience I had and how I recovered and how healthy I am now, it, it certainly sounds like the thyroid is a very um, important organ in your body. And when it doesn't function, a whole host of other things can, you know, fall out of balance. Linda, what are you doing today? I mean, it, it seems like it's getting more difficult to find foods that don't, I mean, you can't even trust uh, fruits and vegetables in the grocery store. It just seems like it's getting more difficult with the pesticides and the GMOs that they don't even tell us that they're putting in this stuff or growing it. What are you doing to, you know, get to to ensure that you're getting really good food? I mean, what would you tell somebody as far as that goes? Well, the first thing is, is to buy organic and locally grown organic, if at all possible. And um, organic foods are, are grown um, not using chemical fertilizers or pesticides or fungicides or, you know, anything that's chemically made to try to combat, um, you know, organisms that could, you know, affect a farmer's field. So I, I buy predominantly at this point. Uh, initially, when I was first diagnosed and going through the program, you couldn't find a non-organic thing anywhere in my refrigerator. And that included some of the condiments that I continued to use for, you know, making salads and things like that. Everything was, was organic. And um, you need to do that when you're recovering from a disease or an illness. But to start with your, with your local farms, and especially if they're organic, because that is going to contribute to, um, to rebuilding your immune system faster than anything else will. And, and I agree with you. They, you know, we are left in, in the lurch sometimes with um, companies that are producing you know, organisms and foods that they think are going to help heal world hunger when in fact it's just going to contribute to more disease and illness down the road, like GMOs and, and the fact that they're not labeled, and there's a big effort on now to try to get that to happen, um, especially there was one in California. And although that, that, that bill wasn't passed, it created an enormous amount of um, awareness on the part of people all over the United States and the world in terms of the, the genetically modified problems that come up with illness. But for people just starting out, absolutely. And, you know, I hear stories all the time about the cost of organic foods, you know, costing a little bit more. And, you know, but what's that worth in terms of the overall health of your body? Because if, you're, if you don't have a healthy body, you're going to spend time away from work. You're going to spend time at the doctors. You're going to have co-pays. You have health insurance. Um, you have a whole host of, of issues that come up where that could certainly um, – not be the case if you were choosing to eat a healthier diet and using organic fruits and vegetables and giving your body what it needs so you would never have to make those trips to the doctor, the time away from work, the transportation and the fuel and the cost of your 
vehicle to get to and from these places. So for people just starting out, uh, eat as much organic produce as possible, especially green leafy vegetables, which is where you get an enormous amount of you know micronutrients and macronutrients that you just don't get in processed food. Right. Okay, Linda, we're going to take our next break. Listeners, today my guest is Linda Christina Beauregard, author of I Gave Myself Cancer, I Can Take It Away. We'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. Thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147. Millions take comfort in God's Word on a daily basis. But what about the ones who cannot hear these precious words of truth? Where would I find hope? Imagine God's Word in the tongue of those who thirst for the same hope you enjoy on a daily basis. You can help them experience the same blessings you take for granted. This book is like a GPS system. I turn to it to chart my course as I begin each new day. Help someone hear God's Word for the first time by becoming a Wycliffe Associates volunteer and take part in the goal of Vision 2025, helping start a Bible translation in every language that needs one by the year 2025. Find out more by calling 800-THE-WORD. Who will show me the way? Make a difference and help share the hope of God's living Word. Call 1-800-THE-WORD. That's 800-843-9673. Or go to our website at WycliffeAssociates.org and find out how you can become a Wycliffe Associates volunteer. Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers radio show. Today, our guest is Linda Christina Beauregard, author of I Gave Myself Cancer, I Can Take It Away. Linda, would you like to give out your web address and let the listeners know where they can find your book? Sure, uh, absolutely. It's available at um, curediseasenow.com. Uh, it's also available through Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and um, the Balboa Press dot com website okay and you know you were talking about foods in the last segment now what about people that say well I don't feel like I can get enough protein unless I eat animal protein what would you tell someone who says something like that um, there is actually more protein in a serving of broccoli 
um, for the same size serving as a piece of chicken. Um, there is an enormous amount of uh, usable um, protein in green vegetables, all kinds of green leafy vegetables primarily, you know, kale, chard, um, arugula, cilantro. There's just an enormous amount of good usable protein, but, you know, again, there's more, more money to be made by selling meat products, I guess, by the farmers who are, um, you know, farming large uh, cattle farms, and so we don't hear about the amount of protein that's available through regular produce. Um, also, just to go back one step, if I can, uh -huh. uh, organic versus non-organic uh, produce. Right. Organic foods have about 30 to 55 percent more vitamins and minerals in them than non-organic. So when you compare that to the um, the non-organic uh, version of conventional produce, you're getting 30 to 55 percent more nutrition. So I just wanted to mention that as well. Yeah, that's important. I mean, it's amazing because I don't think that's just common knowledge. No. They, they certainly don't want to get that information out there. Anyway, what about water? I mean, I think water plays a big role in health. Wouldn't you agree? And what what about fluoride in the water and it's linked to disease? It's funny. Well, not funny, but the other day I was in the grocery store and I noticed this huge gallon of water called nursery water. And it was this big jug with a picture of the a cute little baby on it. And it said, contains extra fluoride as though it was going to be a benefit for the baby. And it said how you could use it to uh, add to their you know, to their formula and, and whatever else you're giving them to drink. But, you know, they've been selling us for years that we need fluoride to keep from getting cavities. What's your, your feeling on fluoride? And as far as water, what kind of water sources do you use? Um, fluoride is a poison. Uh, fluoride's origination was from the chemical uh, fertilizer manufacturing companies. Um, and the manufacturing of uh, aluminum for glass. And um, it is basically a toxic waste byproduct that is scraped from the smokestacks of these manufacturing companies. And years ago, it used to have to be um, disposed of by paying toxic waste um, uh, carriers uh, up to $1.40 a gallon, and this is going back, you know, decades. And some... I'm not quite sure what the, what the evolution of the use of it in the fluoride in our water supply now was, but now these same companies um, get paid, you know, 35 cents a gallon um, for it so that these municipalities can then put it into their uh, water supply. Um, it's a toxic waste byproduct. It doesn't belong in our food, in our water, or especially with babies. I mean, that's just passing over the blood-brain barrier and, and affecting cells in our developing babies' brains, and it, this is just not right. It's just absolutely wrong. Um, and there are, I mean, fluoride is so toxic that, that countries in Europe have banned it. What is wrong with us? Why are we in the United States allowing this toxic chemical byproduct from these manufacturing industries to be put in our water supply? This just, this just really gets the hair up on the right. back of my, my neck. 
Right. It, it just doesn't belong there. There is no there is no proof anywhere, and you're going to have differing you know alternative versus the American Dental Association, depending on who you're going to be listening to. But um, it, it, do you want to use toxic poisons in your body? Right. That's that's basically the question. And if your municipal water supply contains fluoride, I would seriously consider taking, uh, getting a um, high-quality water filtration system, whether it's a reverse osmosis or some other whole house uh, system that you could use to take the fluoride out before you drink it. Um, reverse osmosis is one of the more generally accepted ones. There are others. You can put back some minerals if you want to back into the water. You can use distilled water. You can use spring water. Um, but most people don't drink enough water to begin with, where you should be drinking at least one um, half of your body weight in ounces every day in order to keep your cells hydrated and your body flushed from the toxins that your body is continually, um, you know, working to try to eliminate. Um, I have a reverse osmosis system in, in my, my home, and um, I, I use that primarily. So water is, water is key. And you can get a water municipality report if you're not a homeowner, which you would normally get one every year or every couple of years from your water supply company. And if you're not, if you're a tenant or you're a renter, uh, you, can get, you can obtain one from the same municipality to find out what is actually in the water. I would strongly suggest that you avoid fluoride at all costs. In my book, there was a, a, a woman who did some research on fluoride. She was actually a young woman and fought acne for years. And um, she joined the service, and the service had her taking some trips internationally to various foreign countries. And she noticed in these foreign countries when she had extended stays there that, the, that her acne uh, became less or completely disappeared. And then upon her return home, back to the United States, all of a sudden the acne kicked up again. Well, she discovered that if, if, if she eliminated all sources of fluoride from her diet, including some things that could be like meat, when meat is processed and it's used, you know, the, the water supply that's used to clean it is used, it contains fluoride. So she even had to go for her sensitivity level. She even had to eliminate things that she could identify that were washed off or cleansed with um, fluoridated water. So once she found all that out, she actually was able to eliminate her acne that's by amazing. use of eliminating a chemical toxic byproduct that's put into our water supply to help gain strong bones and teeth. Well, you gain strong strong teeth by eating green vegetables and fruits and vegetables that have high mineral content. Right. And talking about that, you you bring that up as far as milk. You know, we see these got milk ads and it's supposed to be all about strong teeth and bones. And yet you mentioned that it actually could weaken bones and accelerate osteoporosis. What did you learn about dairy products? We are the only animal species on earth that drinks the milk of another animal. Why is that? The dairy industry has had something to sell. Right. And, um, yes, there's calcium in, in, um, in processed milk. But the, the calcium that's in this milk product from 
dairy cows is not something that our bodies can readily recognize, and it turns to acid. And we have to keep our bodies uh, a little more alkaline than acid. On the scale, it's usually 7.365, I believe. And when it's not, our body is looking to maintain that alkalinity all the time. It's an ongoing process 24-7. So your body looks to find alkalizing minerals in your body, and your alkalizing minerals are magnesium primarily and um, calcium. And where does your body get those from? From your teeth and from your bones. So when you've got that excess calcium being uh, carried throughout your body in order to try to maintain you know, a blood alkalinity of 7.365, then you've got excess calcium traveling through your bloodstream that doesn't need to be there. I mean, it needs to be there because your body needs to stay alkaline, but it's also something that it, your, your body isn't getting from the food that you're eating on a daily basis. So it wants to stay alkaline. It has to stay mm -hmm. alkaline or you can die. And when that happens, you've got this... Um, uh, the excess calcium being deposited in various other bones and joints and so forth. And so then you have a buildup of these calcium deposits in your joints, which can lead to arthritis. And when your body is looking to try to maintain this alkalinity, it's deteriorating your bones and your teeth from the calcium that's needed to keep your teeth and your bones healthy. So you have a deterioration of joints. So your, your knees, your hips, um, you know, your fingers, all of these things are deteriorating, which can lead to osteopenia, osteoporosis, and arthritis over time. So, um, you know, we, we can eat dairy if we want to, but it's not going to be healthy for us in the long run. It's just going to take away from, and I don't, I don't drink dairy at all anymore. Ever mm -hmm. since I discovered all of these things, I don't have I don't have dairy at all. It just it just is, and I don't have any problems with my bone or my bones or my teeth. And I'm 59 and a half years old now, so um, it's been working for me. So uh, dairy is not a solution. Dairy uh, cow dairy is definitely not a solution, and most babies don't need to have any more calcium. Other after they after they they nurse on their mothers when they're done nursing, um, we need. We need to put them on, you know, regular foods, regular green vegetables, juice, ju you know, green juices. And, you know, this is what is going to produce a healthy body, not all of these formulas, which contain MSG, by the way. Okay. All right, Linda, we got to take our last break. Listeners, today my guest is Linda Christina Beauregard, author of I Gave Myself Cancer, I Can Take It Away, and we'll be back momentarily on the True Seekers radio show. Millions of people who've never even set foot in a casino take a dangerous gamble every day. Living without health insurance. You can't afford not to have it. But affordable insurance can be hard to find. Especially if you're a hard-working entrepreneur or if you're working for a company that doesn't offer benefits. At Health Insurance Direct, we have a perfect solution. With access to dependable, affordable health insurance plans. They have a plan that fits your individual needs perfectly at a price you can afford. 
Call 24 hours a day at 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521. Don't gamble. Call Health Insurance Direct right now for affordable health insurance. 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521. Not available in all states. Here's the number one more time. 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-948-6817. Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers Radio Show. Today, my guest is Linda Christina Beauregard, author of I Gave Myself Cancer, I Can Take It Away. And Linda, can you give us your web address one more time? Sure. It's CureDiseaseNow.com. We only have about seven or minutes or so, and there's so much I haven't gotten to. I think one thing that was really key in your book was, as far as getting over cancer, was detox. Can you talk a little bit about detoxing? Oh, God, it's my favorite subject. <laughs> uh, yes, detoxing is critical. Um, part of the reason why we get sick is we have this buildup of uh, encrusted, um, undigested, uh, fermenting food in our digestive system. And um, unless we can get rid of that, um, we are not going to absorb any nutrients. Even if we get on a raw food diet and juicing diet, um, the digestive system is where all of the nutrients are, are absorbed into your body. So when I was at uh, health quarters, I learned about doing coffee and water enemas and liver gallbladder flushes and doing a parasite cleanse. And it was um, a huge surprise to me when I saw the, the physical things come out of my body um, I had a length of impacted fecal matter that was about a foot long that looked like a strand of elongated pearls, and it was hard and rubbery. And, and um, I, yeah, I fished it out of the toilet because I couldn't believe this came out of me. And I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And in class that day when we were learning about uh, various other things, I mean, we did a lot of educational classes when I was out there to learn why we were sick. And um, this was a strand of um, impacted fecal matter that had encased itself in between the inner and the outer lining of my colon or my digestive system. And by using the natural herbs and remedies 
that they were using to administer, um, to give me, along with the coffee water enemas uh, and the liver gallbladder flushes, my body was beginning to heal. So it released all these parasites, and the parasites were dying. So the parasites were basically hanging on with claws into my digestive, into the uh, the inner and the outer walls of my um, my colon or my uh, uh, the small intestine. And when they were killed off by virtue of the parasite cleanse uh, supplement that I was taking, they let go. They died. Mm-hmm. And this was the release through the coffee and the water enemas. So this continued to happen to me for, for months as I continued this cleansing and this detoxing. And uh, I had liver, liver uh, gallbladder stones that were like the size of my thumb, that were an inch wide by an inch and a quarter, that were plugging up my, my liver and my gallbladder, that through these liver gallbladder flushes actually were able to, I was actually able to give my liver room to actually heal and then also regenerate itself could it, so it could do the job it's supposed to do, and that's to purify the blood and to get toxins out and to put those toxins into your digestive system and then to get rid of them, to flush them out, which is another reason why it's so important to drink so much water every day mm-hmm. is to keep flushing those toxins out. So and people say, well, oh, I don't have parasites. Or, oh, parasites are only available, you know, if you, I don't live in a third world country. This is the United States of America. Well, if you own a dog or a pet of any kind or you go grocery shopping, you're exposed to parasites. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of little critters that, you know, nest eggs on, on fresh produce, even if it's organic. So that's why it's also so important to wash everything before you eat it in a solution of, either peroxide in water or vinegar in water or use some kind of a prepared vegetable and fruit wash so that you can scrub what you can with a, a vegetable brush or just, um, you know, if it's leafy green, you do the best you can to, to get whatever you can off, and off from those so that you're not ingesting them. Um, so living a, a toxic lifestyle is a hard thing to do, but it, it's important Um to get rid of the parasites and to make things as pure as you can when you're eating them so that you can recover from this. And I've given programs in my presentations where I have pictures of impacted fecal matter that have come out of my body and people look like in disgust, like, Mm -hmm. you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, no, I'm not kidding you. And a friend of mine who weighed about 245 pounds was going through a detox after taking one of my classes without me knowing it, and he called me on the phone one day and said, what, what is this stuff? He says, what is this? I feel sick. I feel nauseous. I said, these are all positive signs of a detox because what's happening is your body is releasing these toxins from your cells, and they're going through your digestive system. I said, just keep it up. Well, the next day he called me, and he was ready to go to the emergency room because he had released this long strand of black, rubbery, impacted fecal matter from his colon. And I said, listen, you can go to the doctor if you want to, but I was ecstatic for him. I said, my God, you have done some amazing work here with doing your own cleanse. I said, if you feel you want to, I said, you're certainly free to do that. I said, but this is normal and it's healthy, and as long as you're not bleeding or otherwise having other symptoms, I said, you're on a road to real health and recovery. So he continued to, with the program, lost, you know, 45 pounds, began to feel better than he ever did before, started eating a raw food 
as much raw food as he could. And this guy was from Wisconsin where dairy was king, right? And, right. <laughs> and, and bratwurst and sausage was like, you know, at the top of his diet list. But he made a transition, and it was an amazing transition. So this is the kind of stuff that doing a detox can do for you um, over time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take that long. Once your body starts to heal and you give it the tools it needs, like fresh raw fruits and vegetables, and vitamins and minerals, supplements that can really be used, that your things that your body recognizes and can put to work. It heals. It heals from everything, not just one thing. It heals from everything. Mm-hmm. So you might have cancer diagnosis, but if you're borderline diabetic or if you've got other issues with your health, everything is going to heal. It can't just not heal from one thing. It will heal for, from everything. Well, Linda, listen, thanks so much. We're about out of time. And what was your web address again? Uh, CureDiseaseNow.com. Thanks so much. Listeners, today my guest was Linda Christina Beauregard. Get her book. It's called I Gave Myself Cancer. I Can Take It Away. And until next week, God bless.